Good morning, everyone. This is Dr. Armstrong with Tuesday Tips. If you are finding the information in these videos to be beneficial to you in some type of way, please like, subscribe, and share. Um, yes, I said that I was going to get, get back into doing this on a more regular basis. Uh, however, uh, life happens. I get busy. These little moments in between here kind of slip away from me. However, I'm here today to do one, and um, I think what we're going to talk about today uh, can be beneficial to a lot of people, uh, especially those of us who have loved ones who are going through some things, going through uh, some things. It, it, it. It behooves all of us to be of a benefit to people who are, number one, going through trials and tribulations, struggling in life about certain things, uh, certain circumstances have, have happened in their lives, and we don't know how to necessarily support them. One of the best ways is ask, what can I do to help you? How can I support you during this time? So what we're going to do um, is, is, is look at a few pointers and a few tips that um, I often tell my clients that, um, especially those who come into a family setting uh, group session or family session, couple session as well, Sometimes our terminology is, is not accepting, it's not soothing, it's not uh, in, a, in a form of compassion, empathy, and sympathy. And sometimes it may seem as though, uh, you know, you're just saying this because you don't care. Um, let's go through a few of these and see what we say that can be said differently and pose a more beneficial outcome. So just some instead ofs, okay? Instead of saying there's so much to be grateful for, uh, say, I can't imagine what you're going through, but I'm here for you if you want to talk. When someone has lost a loved one, they don't want to hear what there's to be grateful for because to them, what is there to be grateful for? So try the approach of, you know, I can't imagine what you're going through. And just don't say, oh, I know what you're going through because everybody grieves in a different format. However, I will get to this a little bit later on. There is a thing. Uh, that we have looked at now uh, in the world of psychology called prolonged grief. Prolonged grief. We want to make sure that we, when people grieve, they're processing it in the right way. Okay? Uh, instead of saying, there's no need to cry, you'll be fine. Why don't you just say, I know that this is really, really tough or this must be really, really tough. 
Instead of saying everything happens for a reason, try saying, what do you feel like doing about this, really? Okay? This is one I like. Uh, Instead of saying, and, and a lot of people do this, instead of saying what I would do in this situation, why not say, what are you thinking? It might help to talk it through. But there's no pressure. Just know I'm here for you. Sometimes when people are going through, they just want to know that somebody is there. Somebody is around that they can express their feelings to. Okay? Uh, Instead of saying, it's not really that bad, just say, how can I support you right now? And this is one of the worst things that people say. It could have been worse. How could it be worse? What's happening to this person is worse right now. Okay. Just say, what can I help around with to take some of the load off of you? Can I do something for you? Can I help you? Can I buy you some groceries? Can I help around your house with some stuff while you just sit down and relax? All these things that we say to people we just don't understand because we're not in that situation now as a therapist I also tell people don't let your grief be prolonged okay don't let your grief be prolonged Uh, there is a such thing as prolonged grief and, and we're now really looking at this hard in the uh, world of psychology Uh, and I just want to try to uh, let you see that it's almost turning how can we say this uh, into a disorder Um, I self-disclose a lot and I try to tell people that nobody would have ever told me that on January 23rd, 2020 would be the last day of my father's life. Uh, I was sitting here doing my taxes, uh, doing what I normally do, getting ready for my day. Uh, My son calls me and says they're taking him to the hospital. We get there. Chaplain meets us at the door. um, And... They say that they lost him twice in the ambulance and they're working on him now. And I'm like, what do you mean working on him? Why are you working on him? And I go back into the trauma room and there's my my father laying there on this uh, bed in the thing. They're doing CPR. They're doing all of this stuff to try to actually bring him back. And I'm standing there watching this and I am helpless. I am without any power to do anything to help him. Uh, And I had to process very, very quickly what was going on with my dad because he's the type that I never thought I would see in this position. Um, I, for one, can process things a lot 
quicker, easier, uh, and uh, simply because of the background that I have. But everybody is not like me. So when death or, you know, you can grieve other things other than a person uh, leaving this world. When we look at it, um, prolonged grief really can affect us in such a way that it is almost closely related to a PTSD type feeling. Uh, the person can have vivid dreams. Uh, something can trigger a memory. Something can trigger an emotion. Uh, something can trigger so many things. Uh, the grief can be triggered and that person just stops in their tracks. I want to look at uh, what we have so far as prolonged grief, okay? Uh, prolonged grief disorder. Um, the bereaved individual may experience intense longings for the deceased or preoccupation with thoughts of the deceased or in children and adolescents with the circumstances around the death. These grief reactions occur most of the day, nearly every day, for at least a month. The individual experiences clinically significant distress or impairment in social, occupational, or other important areas of functioning. Uh, what we're looking at is some of the symptoms now. Um, uh, identify identity, I'm sorry, identity disruption. Feeling as though their part of oneself has died. Uh, marked sense of disbelief about the death. I have counseled people who just don't believe that their loved one has passed or that there's going to be some miraculous comeback of their deceased loved one. Prolonged grief disorder. Avoidance of reminders uh of the person that has deceased. Intense emotional pain, such as anger, bitterness, sorrow, difficulty with reintegration, problems engaging with friends, pursuing interests, planning for the future. Uh, there's a very, very marked diminish in those self-propelling actions and behaviors. Emotional numbness. Feeling that life is meaningless and intense loneliness. Feeling alone or detached from others. What we see here in this method is when people are grieving, we just don't know exactly what they're going through because a lot of times they shut down on us. I want you to be the person to reach out to that friend, that loved one, or, or whoever it may be, and check on them. How are you doing? You know, try to keep them active with something. Try to keep their minds going. And yes, sometimes, you know, you know, if you live in the same city or the same church or uh, same building uh, or, or things that you do, yes, they're going to be the familiar surroundings. 
what I ask is that you be the person to go out and try to help that loved one. Be that person. And if you are that person experiencing some of the prolonged grief, uh, and I'm not going to say maybe disorder, but if it's prolonged, um, reach out and talk to someone. Don't shut yourself off. Nobody is telling you that what you're feeling is wrong. Okay? What you're feeling is very, very valid in everything. Just don't allow it to take over your whole life right now. You do have the opportunity to continue to live. Uh, make sure that the memory of your loved one carries on. Make sure that nobody forgets who your loved one is. Man. You know, in my family, we've lost many, many of our prominent family members. Uh, down through the years and it's a hurting thing but you know we have to look back and share the memories of them at the end of the day that's all we're left with are the memories so take the memories enjoy the memories you know and me being a spiritual person I do believe that one day we're going to see our loved ones again uh, you know don't think that just because the body is gone that the spirit is gone they're always with you in your heart and your mind. All right. So thank you folks for listening today. Um, uh, it went a little longer than I expected, but maybe this is something that someone needed to hear. And I hope that you all have a wonderful day, a wonderful rest of the week, a wonderful weekend. Most of all, if you need help, reach out, talk to someone. They'll be glad to help you. Thank you, folks. Have a wonderful day.